All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Pretty Harry. I am your host, Mo Ismail, and this is my brother, Ahmed Smail. And uh, yeah, this is uh, this is funny because we started recording <laughs> ten minutes ago, and we're like, we're doing pretty good, but then we realized that uh, we weren't recording. We set up all the equipment, and nobody pushed record. So, hey, that's just the nature of the biz, baby. It's great. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's great. I like it. Yeah. You know, and we, we just keep it moving. We do it over again. Hey, that's okay. So right? how you been? <laughs> <laughs> After we've been talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I've been good, bro. I've been good. I've been amazing. Life is good. God is good. You know, I mm. finally got to do my first show in like four or five months uh this is just like (laughs) i feel like we're talking about this all over again and now we got to pretend that we're having a genuine conversation but in reality like skip through it well okay like 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 the footnotes the synopsis yeah all right well did a show last night at a park uh it was sick it was awesome it felt really good to be out there yelling into a microphone at people and uh there wasn't any hecklers and uh and it was just awesome man i i i couldn't be happier uh what else is new new the 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 euro cup has started right yeah so for anybody who's into soccer or football as the europeans call it the euro cup has officially begun so this is your time to be racist and get away with it. <laughs> as long as you keep your racism localized to Europe. <laughs> right? You talk, yeah, talk shit about other countries. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. And it's, honestly, it's crazy. Because World Cup, I think the racism is a lot more prevalent because then it becomes about politics and like war and True. money and stuff. But Euro Cup is just like, I don't know. It's, it's still racist. I actually might even argue that the Euro Cup is more racist than the World Cup because the black players don't get any credit in the Euro Cup. They get a little bit, but not... You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think that it... Uh, like last last Euro Cup, France won, right? Was it France or was it the World Cup that they won? No, I think it was the World Cup. Yeah, so France won mm-hmm. and then they get invited... <clears throat> They get invited to take a picture with like the their president or something like that, like the president of France, and uh, ooh, which is something else. <laughs> I, I just light bulb, yeah, yeah. buddy. We can talk about that too. Oh, but but then they show up to take a picture with him, and this guy they they put all the white players in the front, who averaged like I don't know, no goals, and all the black stars are in the back row. And they took a big picture with the World Cup with all the white guys in the front, black guys in the back. Really? Yeah, man. If you look it up. Yeah, France is messed up, man. France is messed up. It's sad. It's really messed up. perhaps for those who have not seen the video, (laughs) you can kind of describe the video that just came out this week. (laughs) Well, there was the the president of France. It seemed like he was uh, on... He, he it seems like he got out of a car or something and his security detail is standing around him and he's running and it seemed like he was running towards something and then he he cut to go greet fans or greet 
uh, yeah, I guess they call them fans for presidents, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so fans. So it's all co- it's all um, cornered off, and he ran to the to one of the fans, and he grabbed him to shake his hand, and the fan grabbed him by the hand by the arm, pulled him closer, and smacked him across the face. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> but you know what, though? It wasn't a hard slap. It w- I don't think he landed properly. No. I think he wanted to. Yeah. Like, the intention was there. Yeah. But I think it's even more insulting that it wasn't even a hard slap. Yeah. Like, I if it was so. a hard slap and knocked him out, that, okay. But just, a like, a little baby slap right across your face, <laughs> I, I thought that was the funniest thing. And now that you told me that, I, I believe... He deserves it. Oh, yeah. He yeah, dude. 100%. France is like, France is messed up, man. Right now, France is in a state of just like, I mean, for the past, I guess, few years, there's obviously been a lot of controversy about like women wearing uh, hijab and, and, and even blacks and just the, right? the mistreatment of black. Yeah. Dude, also Algerians. There's a big Algerian population in France right. and they get treated like garbage. That's so true. That's any, true. anything that's not white French is like just, yeah, they don't really respect that. And people are like, oh my God, it's just so romantic. I'm like, yeah, as a white girl, you think that. Yeah. <laughs> but as a guy named Mohammed, Mohammed. Yeah, exactly. Mohammed. How's that sound in French? Buddy, they're not letting me anywhere near the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, they, they, I did, um, I decided to. You know, in the summertime, you have to change your tires for summer tires and winter tires and that whole. Mm-hmm. I, I find it so annoying that you have to change your tire for like two months and then put back the winters. So I decided I bought we, I bought some rims because you know how we used to do it. We just keep, you know, without the rims, we just, you know, use the same rim and just switch the tires at the tire shop. Mm-hmm. So I thought, OK, maybe I'm going to save some money and I'm going to get the tires put on the rims, put on the tires myself. So I put on the tires and jack the car up. I'm sweating. I'm in the underground parking lot. Uh, It's hot. I jack up the car. I start turning the nuts, the nuts for the, for the wheel. And then all of a sudden I crack the, 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 uh, the device that turns the nut. I broke it. Like the act, the long thing, the long the, thing, not not the long thing, the the actual um, the attachment, the attachment, mm. the socket, whatever it is that goes onto the nut. I turned it really, I I turned it, I broke it. Were you tightening it? No, I was loosening it. Oh, you were trying to take it off. Yeah, uh. but I I think I didn't put it in all the way, so I just gonna. Anyways, I always gotta I always gotta put it in all the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem, buddy. I was just doing the tip. Yeah, I was just getting... you were trying to do it with just the tip. You know that's rule number one in tire school. We're just getting started. <laughs> you do have that problem, though, where you have the tendency to just, I don't know, you know what it's like? It's like you just don't know your own strength. And then you, and you also... <laughs> You know who doesn't also know their own strength? <laughs> a gorilla. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, is that ever since we were kids, I'll never forget this. Uh, one time we were sitting at the dinner table as kids and we were having, uh, I don't know, I think we were having like French fries or something. And we didn't have ketchup, but thanks to mom, she would always take the packets of ketchup and 
put them in our purse and then we go home and we have a Ziploc bag and we just <laughs> add it to the collection. God forbid you get one of the old packets and you squeeze it out and the ketchup's just like purple and you're like, eh, maybe it's just limited edition. <laughs> maybe this is the ones that everybody wanted. But, eh. <laughs> hey, ketchup is ketchup. It's yeah. ketchup. <laughs> Dude, and you and you you were trying to open it, but your fingers were too greasy because you had already started eating. So then you <laughs> grabbed the packet of ketchup and you started you literally put your thumbs on it from the back and then your other fingers and you started squeezing the ketchup from the bottom up <laughs> while you're looking down at it. And I'm looking across the table watching this unfold and I'm like, I am doing nothing to stop this <laughs> of course you would and you got so much ketchup in your eyes i, remember, I still remember because it was like pop and then you're like ah and mom's like what and you're like ah, his gosh is in my eye <laughs> <laughs> you popped the packet of ketchup in your eye man buddy I, mom went through hell with me like I did some crazy things. Yeah, you were a savage, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm so happy that you grew up into a responsible man because, uh, buddy, I remember, <laughs> I remember she gave me a perfume bottle that she couldn't open. So she's like, Ahmed, can you open the perfume bottle? <laughs> you just whip it at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I grabbed it and I just like, I'm like, all right, I'll open it. So I try to twist it. It wasn't working. Twist it. It doesn't work. Twist it. It doesn't work. So, okay. So I squeezed the bottle oh. and turned it and the bottle explodes in my hands. Oh, God. Glass? Glass, yeah. <sighs> Buddy. That's what actually fascinates me because in a day-to-day -day situation, you're a pretty patient guy. But then you get to these tasks, <laughs> anything that requires a little bit more. It, it, it's, you know what it is? It's strength, not mm. strength. I don't like things not, like, don't stand in my way. You know what I mean? Like you can, but it, who who who's don't who like are you talking whatever to? Whatever it is, the pickle jar. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. <laughs> you come here all dilled out. <laughs> don't stand in my way, bro. I've warned you before. <laughs> Do you want to be broken? Because I'll break you. <laughs> no, but things that require strength, I or require physical effort like i i don't it <laughs> i mentally i think i'm pretty good i can deal with stressful situations mm -hmm. but when it comes to like physical matters if you will that bothers me like don't like yeah you're and then it becomes and i get into this mode and i'm trying to stay <laughs> i get into like who i'm gonna open you like one way or another you're gonna get open or i'm gonna crack you and it's not the smartest thing because with the tires, I broke the socket. So I went to Canadian Tire. Canadian Tire at the time was closed as in, you know, we can't go inside. Mm -hmm. Anyways, long story short, finally bought another socket, went back, tried to put the tires back on and, you know, change the tires. As I'm putting the tires on, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I got to. I got to tighten this thing really tight. Oh, because boy. if it's not tight, the tire's going to fly. So I started tightening these tires really, really tight. Oh, buddy, I ruined four nuts 
<laughs> because I'm just going, I'm like, I don't hear the click, click. Like I need to hear a click and I'm not hearing clicking. Yeah. And did you replace those yet or no? No. You still got to go back. I got to go back. They just see you coming back in the Canadian tire. <laughs> hey guys. Oh. It's me again. Oh, <laughs> uh, buddy. Yeah, man. So it's, uh, it, you know, I, it, I was a Canadian tire. It it dawned on me that when I'm walking in and I'm looking at something, I don't I don't know if any anybody has this problem, but I'm not good at math, and you know I can calculate basic math. I can calculate pretty yeah I, I can I can do math, but not not as you know not on the fly. So when I see something that says you know seventeen ninety five. Why don't you just add the taxes on the label so I know what it is? Oh, buddy, that's a classic. That's a classic problem that I've had. Why is that? Like, what's the purpose? Who who doesn't? I'm gonna just go right ahead and say that that's discriminatory practice against people that are not good at math. Ah, you're just assuming. Not you, but people yes. are kind of assuming that everybody is good at math. And I can't necessarily look at something that's seventeen ninety nine and be like, okay, no, ninety five or ninety five. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's like a marketing thing, you know? How's that a marketing? Like, like when you look at something that's like seventeen ninety nine, you're always seeing just the first number. You're not necessarily. You look at the ninety nine is an afterthought. That's why they shrink it and put it in the corner, <laughs> like it's to the power of. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, again, more, Why are you doing that? more math <laughs> equations. <laughs> Why is there fractions? What's going on? Uh, buddy, yesterday, was it yesterday? Somebody came up to me at the show and was like, uh, we were talking about math and they go, honestly, once they started introducing letters into math, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And I was like, okay. Because, you know, you've heard that premise before, you know, equations and stuff. Because... When I look at my bank account, I don't see letters. I see numbers. And I said, once I start seeing numbers, then I'll start, or letters, then I'll start using your equate. I was like, what? You're sitting there at, you know, you just get it. This is what I don't miss about things being open. <laughs> Having to get into that conversation <laughs> with a guy that wants to, you know. Oh, when you see the, le- hey, when was the last time I used a equals mc squared you're like because you're not building a bridge <laughs> that's why you're not using it. it's like anybody that's like day number 400 still haven't used you know a equals mc squared or or, or bed mass or what i'm like dude that's because you don't do any work related to math it's true you understand yeah like you're 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 a barista <laughs> you're making it's coffee it's funny i was just thinking that <laughs> like you know you work at a coffee shop or you work at a bar you're a bartender like you're just you get the money you plug it into the machine the machine tells you how much you give back you go and you give it back that's what you do that's why you're not using a equals mc <laughs> that's why but if you're sitting there trying to take shots at people teaching you and be like, I've never used this. Why don't you teach me something? Man, this is amazing. They just introduced in Ontario, uh, uh, in the Ontario grade nine math curriculum, they just introduced like mortgage and taxes. Oh, and then finally. So that's what they're saying. They're saying, oh, finally, rejoice, everybody. So happy. Great, right? Mm-hmm. 
But then I think back to it and I go, even if they taught me that in grade nine, (laughs) I wouldn't have a mortgage. I would still not be able to do my taxes because I was just not. You try to put this kind of information in my head at that age. Nothing's going in, dude. Nothing. I just needed to be out in a field running really fast. (laughs) (laughs) Running off my boners. (laughs) Because let me tell you, those were a major concern in grade nine. (laughs) There is no way that that you're sitting here trying to teach a grade nine boy who's so sexually charged, he's practically lifting his desk up <laughs> with no hands or feet. You can guess what he's lifting it up with. And then you got to be like, hey, Steven, what is A equals MC squared? He's like, nah, I don't know. Put the desk down. The bus ride here was too bumpy and it hasn't gone down since. <laughs> There's too much vibrations. (laughs) The kid can't answer questions because his voice is still cracking. And you're sitting here trying to, oh, yeah, we're going to teach them. Dude, teach them that on their way out the door. When they're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't teach them in grade nine. Do you remember anything that you learned in grade nine? Man, I don't even remember who my math teacher was in grade nine. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, who remembers? Actually, wait. Oh. I think I do. His name was Mr. Casper. Yo, shout out Mr. Casper. Yo, if Mr. Casper's watching this or listening to this right now, Mr. Casper was the man. Yeah. This guy was so outdoorsy and like he was just always like out kayaking and doing and I was and he was so nice and he was all about the vibe. He would just he would just stand in different parts of the class. One day he like stood in the corner and he was talking at the wall and he's like this is the sweet spot. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. Did you get high I, before class? I don't know, man, but he was dope. He goes, this is the sweet spot. And all the kids were like, huh, what does that even mean? What? And he's like, I feel like my voice really projects in this spot. This is the sweet spot. Oh. You know what I did? I go, hey, Mr. Casper, do you want me to mark it down? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, just put a little mark on the ground so that you know where to stand if you want to be in the sweet spot. And then he paused for a minute. He goes, will you do that? <laughs> and I go, yeah, in class. And I got up and I grabbed chalk so it's not permanent. And I went around his feet, buddy. I went I went, and I was like, buddy, I drew circles around his feet. And he's like, thank you, Muhammad. I was like, hey, you're welcome. What? Buddy, he was a champ. And he was a G. He would just always like, he was. he was always helping me out. You know what I mean? And like, just like a genuine guy. That's what teachers want. Teachers want a genuine student who's actually, like, sincere. Mm. They don't want that, ah, I, I got the answer. And you're like, yeah, okay, I know you got the answer. And I love that. I appreciate that. But you also want the kids like, hey, man, I'm feeling your vibe, too. You want to stand there? We're going to make sure you stand there. <laughs> I was feeling his vibe. That's good. You're a vibe type of guy, though. Like, I think overall you're a vibe kind of guy. Like, uh-huh. the vibe is important to you. Buddy, vibe is primary in my life. Yeah. If I'm not feeling the vibe, I'm out. Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I buddy. It's important to you. Yeah. Well, what's the point? <clears throat> if I'm sitting here and I'm having like a conversation that I don't want to have, I'm not going to be rude about it, but I'm going to dip out. I'm going to leave. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and I'll, I'll give you a little bit of my time, but 
if you're starting to talk to me about how useless math is. Yeah, well, okay, that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I get into a lot of these conversations because you're too, like, I'm too nice. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I, I keep listening. I keep listening. And then eventually you're like, well, you know, I don't really, uh, I'm like, what's the, wh why? Why am I going to? That's what you got to do, man. If you don't feel it in your stomach, if you don't feel it, you don't do it. People second guess themselves all the time. They go, ah. See, I'm kind of different than you. If you don't feel it, you still do it? No, I just, like, when somebody's talking to me, I, I listen. And. So do I. Yeah, but even if I don't feel it, I'll still listen. Like, I feel like there's people that need to talk. Yeah, man, I'm not hating on that. Absolutely, I. But do. you're dipping, so obviously you're hating. Um, <laughs> no, I'll, I. Okay, like if the guy's talking about math, I get that part. That's what I'm saying. But if the guy doesn't have anybody to talk to, and now, like, he, does that ever cross your mind? Here's the problem: is that if you are speaking, like speaking is just not spitting words out into the air. Speaking is like reading a room and seeing. If what you're saying is connecting with anybody, mm -hmm. because that differentiates the people that are actually somewhat, you know, uh, socially aware versus the people that are just delusional or just so disconnected. You know what I'm saying? So like I used to have a buddy of mine who worked in construction and every time like I went over to his house and I was like, hey, man, how's it going, man? How's work going? And I'm asking that question. I want you to answer that question. But don't give me details. <laughs> you see? No, no, no. But look, man, I'm asking you, right? And this guy, I go, hey, man, how was work? He's like, oh, not bad, not bad. You know, uh, you know, the foreman, you know, I'm the foreman, but then they're not really the senior kind of talk to me. But then I had to ask one of the, the, the guys, but then the guys, you know, the, 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 the forklift guy wasn't there. So we had to call the other guy, that the excavator. And then and I was like, you see, I, I, I appreciate that. But how are you not able to tell that this has no connection to me or anybody else? Because you asked how I'm doing, so I'm going to tell you how I'm doing. Yes, man, but you understand. So he, he's saying a story. Again, when people go, how you doing? You're supposed to go, yeah, man, things are good, not bad, right? And then if the people who really do care will sense the sincerity or the lack of sincerity. Right? I don't know, man. Like, don't, don't be that guy who's like, you know, like people go, hey, how you doing? You're like, oh, well, you know, wife is leave, leaving me again for the third time. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. Let's rewind. <laughs> how you doing? Ah, oh, you know, God is good. You're like, perfect. <laughs> because Just, nobody wants to hear your shit. So Some people. So don't ask. No, I will ask out Why? of courtesy. So, so now you ask out of courtesy, but they got to answer the answer that you want? Not the answer. Okay, listen, look. Man, I, I, think, I, listen. I think you're crazy. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> but I'm also saying that read the room. No, you should ask a question when you want to know the answer to. Period. Yeah. <laughs> but look. Okay, so I think I'll get this is this is the solution. I'm gonna have to start asking questions in the same way that you get them on an exam. <laughs> How are you doing? Is a yes is a good or not good? A That's good, B bad. Multiple choice. <laughs> if I say explain, <laughs> that's when you give me the paragraph. <laughs> 
No, but you know what I, I notice you're doing now? Hey, you good? You good. <laughs> that's what you say now. Yeah. Because you don't want to. <laughs> Buddy. And sometimes that's a way to wrap up. Give them the hint. You go, hey, how you doing? And they go, oh, you know, got written up again. I go, oh, so you good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. See, that's the difference between you and I. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. I think people have, you know, not a lot of people have the opportunity to, to listen to people or be listened or be heard. You know, it's interesting. <sighs> Look, I, I, I agree. I agree. And I don't want to go in circles. I agree. But I also think you should read the room, man. You should read Buddy, the you're room. You're in an elevator when you ask somebody how you doing. Like the, it, but that's what I mean. But that answer should, should be, be the yeah, quick, <laughs> concise, hammer the main points, maybe talk about the weather, maybe talk <laughs> about traffic, how annoying COVID is, rap. You're out. <laughs> but the second you start telling me how, you, how you're doing, you get to your floor, you step out, and then you hold it and be like, and then oh. I talk to the building manager, and they wouldn't repair the water pipes. <laughs> Standing there like, I'm going to snap, bro. If I, if I ask you how you're doing, and you give me more than two sentences or three sentences, it's a wrap. That's funny. I'm out. Unless we're really good friends, and I'm like, sincerely asking, I'm like, how you been, man? How you been keeping? How's life? How's things? And I really, I hit you maybe with a couple of questions. You read the room, you answer, and that's it. But don't, 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 don't hold me hostage in your, look, man, I'm a comedian. <laughs> Keep me going. Punch up this, <laughs> this punch combo. up your answer a little bit, right? It's, okay. I, I have to agree with you because there's certain times where I will check out when somebody tells me a story and then all of a sudden they say the story and then they, you know, and then I want to talk to Susan and I have no idea who Susan is. I, that's a lack of social <laughs> awareness. That's what I'm saying. You know, and then Janice and I'm like, I don't know who these people are. So I, <laughs> I'm listening and I'm trying to connect the dots. And it's just not working. And I'm too, you know, I don't want to say I, I'm shy to ask. Like, you know, I don't want to just, ask, I'm sorry, who's Susan? You know, and then he comes and tells you it's my wife or something. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I think people should understand that. But again, you, you see those people and it drives me insane that at no point you did not stop and think, hey, man, nobody knows who Melissa is. <laughs> you brought that as another character into this plot and we don't know. There was no introduction. Right. Like, think about it this way. In any given movie, when they introduce characters, right? They're going to be like, okay, so-and-so, they step into the room, and then the guy will be like, oh, hey, sweetheart, give her a kiss. And then you're like, oh, okay, so it's someone that either is his partner, romantically, something, right? So you know the connection. But if we're sitting here talking, and, right, you go, yeah, well, you know, so how was your weekend? Oh, well, it was good, it was good. You know, it's funny. The other day, Melissa was actually telling me that. And you go, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't. You gave me no context. Right. So as again, as a storyteller. I expect you to give me a story. Give, give me look, man. It doesn't have to be a five star, but give me a beginning, middle and end. <laughs> I was hungry. I went. I bought a sandwich. I brought it home and I ate it. And now I feel good. And Thank now I feel much. good or I feel like garbage because it was too greasy or whatever. 
but don't don't do that give me the the trip into your you understand do you think that has something to do with like upbringing maybe everything has to do with your upbringing man absolutely (laughs) of course but do do you think we're using the upbringing part as just a, a blanket on things now like we just Oh, yeah, it's just how they grew up. Or, oh, they had a rough childhood. Or, oh, blah, blah. We just use it as a blanket for everything. Well, it's not, I don't think it's a blanket. Well, I mean, it kind of is, but it's a sincere blanket. It's mm-hmm. real because everything that happens to you as a child or that you do as a child does, like, impact your, your entire life. You know what I mean? And certain things that you encounter, certain experiences, all these things, it's like, hey, man, they they go a long way. They go a very long way. Apparently, uh, I don't know if I should. Yeah, I'll talk about. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about it. Why not? This is pretty hairy. This is a pretty hairy situation right here. <laughs> Apparently, they say if someone is startled during uh, the act of uh, well, any sexual act, if someone is startled, that could really impact them for life. Really? Yeah. So if you're, you know. If you're like, uh, <laughs> if you're doing the deed, whether you're solo, you got someone else with you, and then you know somebody barges in through the door, like, what, what are you doing, right? Or, you know, or like, like knocks or like that, that, because you're in a moment of intimacy, and then when it startles you, psychologically, your brain starts connecting that act to the feel of fear, the feeling of fear, and feeling startled. So then, I'm quite. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people that were in school or high school, they must have been startled at some point. <laughs> We've all been startled. <laughs> what is like, oh my God, my mom's home? <laughs> to, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, there has been moments. I again, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how factual that is. Well, let me ask you this: Have That's I ever been startled? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say that. Do you think kids these days are still startled in those same conditions? Because now they got phone. Back in our day, we got startled because we had a computer. In the living room, <laughs> and it was the family computer. What a VHS! We had well, and a VH, everything, everything was communal. We, we used it as a community, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? The family, the family computer, the 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 family VH, TV, the family the TV, yes, yeah. and family stereo. Like, just everything was communal. Now it's personal, so you can... Everybody's phone is just a dirt box. <laughs> Whatever. Who, anyone who's got a phone, I don't care if you're a saint, your phone is a dirt box. <laughs> it's got... It's got so, everything. It's got all your secrets, all your... Anything... All, all your passwords. <laughs> all your passwords. So, I found a phone. Mm-hmm. Okay? I picked it up. The first thing I did... Was trying to see if it's unlocked. Mm-hmm. It was unlocked. Only for this whole purpose of me wanting to return it to its owner. Did you see some stuff on there? I had to. I had to look at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to? 
I felt like I did. I wanted to. <laughs> it was only so I know. What kind of person? Yeah. Is it a male or is it a female? Yeah. Lucky for me, it was a male. <laughs> and I found who it was because I, I the first text message said, if you found this phone, please let me know. So okay. I, I knew who, like, I knew it was somebody. Right. But I wanted to know if it's a male or a female. Mm. And the first few photos was selfies of this guy naked. And it was a little bit disturbing. I'm not going to lie. Selfies or mirror shots? No, uh, no selfies. Oh. Of certain angles. Can you tell me what angle? <laughs> Where was it? You're holding the phone. You're this guy. Are you holding it up? Is it down? It's it was down. Okay. Um, but different angles. Okay, so one like, on the right leg, yeah. one to the left leg. <laughs> yeah, like I wanna, I wanna, like I'm gonna draw a three sixty uh, statue of something. So I wanna get every single angle of that particular part. So that's what this guy did. That's what this guy did. He had a whole bunch of dick pics just, <laughs> <laughs> just everywhere. Was he a young guy? Uh, yeah, I think he was like, um, in his twenties. Wow. Yeah. And then he had obviously the odd, you know, uh, titty photo or like a photo of like a a girl or something like that. Yeah. Did you feel weird meeting him and knowing that you saw his shaft? (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but I think he knew, (laughs) Mm. you know, he had a sense of like, uh, yeah. Mm. He's like, hey, man, thank you very much. <laughs> like, like, he knew. He, he got caught. He, yeah, he knew. <sighs> and I almost wanted to tell him, like, nobody cares for these dick pics, buddy. Yeah. But. I mean, I don't know. There's got to There is somebody cares. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know, man. Someone out there but, is keeping a solid collection of them and. It's not fun, man. It's (laughs) why. I mean, for you, because you don't want to see a dick pic. No, but I don't think, I don't think. Even, even though you looked at a bunch of this guys. (laughs) And I kept on scrolling. (laughs) (laughs) So many dicks. I'm like, I'm just, maybe I might find something else. Oh, here we go. Look at that. He's got, he's got a mole on his balls. (laughs) (laughs) You just give it a medical advice when you see him. You probably want to get that chest. I mean, I'm sure. sure. (laughs) That was the rash. (laughs) I'm sure it's just a sunspot. (laughs) But better, better safe than sorry. (laughs) I don't know if this is like still a thing, but people on the subway were complaining that they would just get a random airdrop of dick pics. Like you'd just be sitting on the subway, and because your airdrop is on, someone will just like airdrop you a dick pic, and 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 you know. Like they would do it to like a, a girl or maybe another guy. Or how something. do they know it's a girl? But I don't, I don't, because you know, when you look at your airdrop, it says the names of people in your vicinity that you could send to. Mm, but like the name of their device. Alex. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to take a gamble. <laughs> you send and then you look around. <laughs> Which one's Alex? <laughs> Until you hear someone go, ew. <laughs> think we got Alex. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is way off topic, but do kids still play with like GI Joes and like 
Yeah. Like like action figures? Action figures. You Funny, know I got a Hulk Hogan one right no, here. I know. It's dope. But do they play with that? Do kids still yeah. do that? Yeah, Is absolutely. That like still? Like, do you remember when we were sitting, <laughs> like, Hot Wheels as little kids? I used to love just making them crash. Oh, yeah. They're, what? <laughs> Hold on. What? <laughs> I, I did. I thought it was so cool. Where, like, I put one arm, like, I extend both arms, and I have a Hot Wheel in each hand, and I just roll them really fast and just watch them smash right in the middle of the table. <laughs> is that what a- is the matter with you? <laughs> what do you mean? Why would Isn't you- that how you play with the Hot Wheels? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that, man? I mean, or you can take them in a nice long hallway and push them and see how far they go. Okay, so I've done that, but or, it sucks. Or maybe just be like... Tokyo Drift, right? Uh, but no, man. I I, I want to see. I felt like they were fighting. But you do you like do you like seeing car accidents? No, because Dad was big on that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I, I feel yeah. Like dad car- Dad was huge on that. Dad had like a. Do you remember back in the day he had like an entire album of like <laughs> brutal car accidents that he shot on film. Yeah, and you're like, I remember, buddy. I still remember one that he showed me. That it was like a car that had like gone into like a guardrail. Oh, yeah. But it was split perfectly in half, almost all the way to the trunk. Yeah. He's like, look at that. And I was like, why? <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you why would you pull over and take a picture? Yeah, maybe that's why I am the way I am, because of my childhood. See, Boom. buddy, full circle that's what i'm saying Maybe, but i i the reason why i mashed the both the hot wheels together because i thought you know it resembled fighting like they just fought each other and whatever flipped is the loser okay well okay now that makes sense because you gave me a full context that's do you think i have anger issues <laughs> i mean you th- i think you get angry just like everybody gets angry but do i think you have anger issues no because you don't really like flip flip your lid like you don't snap Mm. i mean i'm sure you snap sometimes but it's not like you know there's dudes that like punch holes into walls or something you're like i don't really Mm. you know i don't think i've done i've gone to that level of anger like maybe like a couple times in my life but never punch a hole into the wall i smashed a dish once in into the sink Mm. i like finished eating and i was really angry which is like a weird time to be angry. This meal was delicious. Just turned Greek all of a sudden. Oppa! <laughs> but that's kind of what I did. I just took my dish and I was putting it in the sink and I just threw it and it smashed. I was like, ah. Did it feel good? No, I felt like an idiot. Because now I got a broken dish and I got to clean up. <laughs> but did you smash it on purpose or did you yeah. like throw it in the sink? I threw it and I smashed it on purpose out of anger. Because you know when you like slam a door, I was just like, I don't know what was... What did I expect to happen? But I broke this dish and I felt silly that I didn't deal with my anger, with my emotions in a more constructive way. And I mean, you're not always going to do that. You're not always going to be like constructive about everything. But at the same time, don't smash your dishes. Cost money. (laughs) (laughs) Or walls. Or walls. Now you got to do drywall work. Buddy. Patching. Got to watch a YouTube video. Hey, guys. I'm I'm Roger. <laughs> no, I'm Chad. Hey, I'm Chad. I'm the dry. I'm Chad, the drywall guy. <laughs> He's got like eight million views. You're like, wow, Chad. 
following his dream. I think I I, I was a little different. I, I don't know. You were you were more of the artsy type. Like you draw you you drew. I I still can't pinpoint how my mind works. Yeah, no. Like you're... I remember how. Like do you remember when 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 I used to take my allowance and put it into appliances around the house because <laughs> I thought they needed money to work. Do you remember that? <laughs> that's really like, that's, that, that's, I, I think about that all the time. I go, what? Mama and Bubba would give me allowance when I was like super young, when I was going to school to go to the cafeteria and buy a bag of chips, like all the other kids or something. And so many days I would want a bag of chips so bad. And then I go, ah, can't spend this. Because when I get home, I got to watch that VHS that it's not going to work unless I wrap it in a bill. (laughs) That's what I would do, man. I would take it. I would take the VHS. I would wrap the bill around it and then shove it in the slot. (laughs) I don't know where you got that idea from. Buddy, nowhere. My mind just made sense of it. The stereo had money in it. The VHS was jammed up. That's how we found out. Because... Dad tried watching a VHS once and it just made all these sounds. So, you know how he took everything apart, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he never really put it back together. <laughs> he, he was the man at taking things apart, <laughs> you know, and then, and then he found like 50 bucks in there. Which was pretty, you know, I'm sure he was happy about it. No, huh? it was definitely a return on his investment. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have gotten that return from a TFSA, that's for sure. <laughs> And then he's like, where else did you put money? And I was like, don't get me started, dude. I took him around the house, man. We had it everywhere. Imagine imagine you work so hard to have a kid, and then you have this kid, and the kid grows up a little, and starts putting bills into your appliances. You're like, ah, oh, God. <laughs> so I think about these things, and I, I don't know how to describe my mentality. I didn't really... Do you remember one time we went swimming as kids, and Bubba was there? And he was like trying to show off and he he like put up that, that plastic chair and tried to jump over and smashed his face. (laughs) Dude, that was one of the funniest things. Cause he was just, we were out like, he's like, all right, we gotta go. Let's go. We gotta go wash up. We gotta go home. And we're like, all right. So we get out of the pool and we're drying up. And then he just kind of, it was just end of the night. He's like, all right, I'm going to show these kids a trick. Like that's what I pictured. And he's like, all right. So he's like, you guys want to see something cool? And we're like, yeah. He's like, look. And he grabs a plastic chair and puts it on the ledge of the pool. And then he's like, all right. And then he like ran, jumped over it, cleared it. Nice, pretty good dive. Good form right into the water. But then we heard this like thump immediately (laughs) as he dove in. And we're like, what was that? And this guy comes out of the water looking like... Like Friday the 13th, like like Michael Myers or Jason, Jason just coming out and this guy's face is covered in blood. Oh. He's like, man, is there something on my head? And we almost fainted. <laughs> this guy gashed his face open, just a, a big gash on his eyebrow. I'm like, what were you thinking? It's the shallow end. dude. <laughs> How did you not think this through? And now we question why you're breaking jars and popping ketchup packs and I'm putting paper bills into VHS players and it's the guy that didn't think about putting the seat a couple of feet over into the deep end, but that's funny. That's that's what we uh that's we that's yeah, that what was we actually are. good that was a good time. Yeah. That was a good time. 
But on that note, I think I think uh, I think we have ourselves an episode. Yeah, I think so. so. Um, anything exciting? You got anything exciting coming up? You got what do you got going on? You taking any trips? I want to. I actually want to. I want to go. Uh, I want to explore Canada a little bit more. Okay. So, what's What's the number one place? Probably like Alberta, maybe Vancouver. Nice. Like anything like between. Ontario, because that's kind of the triangle, right? Quebec is all right. Quebec is all right. I like the vibes in Quebec, actually. Yeah, like yeah. That old stuff. I like that. Yeah, but they also don't don't like us because we speak English. When mm. you go deep into Quebec, some of them just speak straight up French. Mm. They don't. They don't know any English. Which is fine because I don't know any French. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But it's just so wild. But do to you me. not? Do you not hate on people that speak French sometimes? I mean, I hit on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice equal. <laughs> I keep it uniform, and that's how I stay. Oh, if somebody comes in and starts speaking French to you, you're going to feel like, mm, like... I'm going to try. I'm not going to make them feel weird about it. Ah, uh, true, true. You know what I'm saying? True. In Quebec, they'll do that. Like, you'll go deep into Quebec, and then... Dude, I remember this was, like, maybe, like, 10 years ago. I went to Quebec for a wedding, and so we go, and we go into this place. Buddy, it looked like a house, okay? And we go in... And this lady comes out and yo bonjour and I was like I'm so sorry we don't speak French oh no problem come sit so then we go and we take a seat we have this really delicious breakfast we finish we settle up and when she comes back to pick up the the money I go uh, I go thank you so much the food was amazing and she's like oh <laughs> and I go okay I think she's like you're welcome I go okay great. And then when she went back to take the cash to this, like, I don't know, into the kitchen or something, I could hear her talking to the person that's making the food. And she's like, oh, food was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what the hell, man? I said something nice to you. Like, oh, the food was amazing. And I was like, you're an asshole. But... That's what I remember. When people tell me about Quebec and French speakers, I think of that lady just making fun of me to the chef that made my breakfast. She but, ruined it for everybody. Yeah. How yeah. about you, man? What do you have exciting going on? Um, I got a... Uh, when is this going to come out? I th- Yeah, this is going to come out in time. I got, a sh- I got a show coming up on the 18th of June. It's down by the waterfront in Toronto. Nice. Uh, just follow me on Instagram at Momo Ismail. And I usually post any sort of details because this show, I don't even know. Again, I think we're just kind of doing it very like, you know, uh, spontaneous type deal. So there isn't a lot of promotion for these shows, but comedians got to get out, man. Artists got to get out. If you're a musician, if you're an artist, if you're a comedian, like, look, there is no sense. I'm not trying to, I'm saying everybody should be safe about things, but. All I really need is a microphone and an amp and just to make some people laugh. That's, I don't think that should be illegal. Me bringing people laughs should not be illegal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's why I'm kind of like, that's the one thing I'm getting behind. And I'm going to, hopefully this summer is going to be a lot more park shows and patio shows and all that. And um, I think that's it, man. I'm looking forward to the summer. I think the summer is going to be dope. But anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another uh, episode. This has been A Slice. Uh, please make sure to give us a follow uh, on Instagram at Pretty Hairy Podcast. Uh, send us an email with anything you really want. We don't really have any specific guidelines. Uh, 
which is Pretty Hairy Podcast. That's our email, right? Yes. Pretty Hairy Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow this guy as well at King of the Six. And is six spelled in like six, the number six, the number six. <laughs> yeah, the number six. IX. Oh, buddy. But yeah, thank you guys. Enjoy your week. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.